Hello and thanks for joining us once again for the Inspire, Create and Shine podcast, where we discuss life, love, literature and the arts from a Christian perspective. This is your host, Melanie D from MelanieDTheAuthor.com. Stay tuned for our next episode. Sorry, you guys, technical difficulties did not allow me to record a video this week for my podcast. So I had to do it um, uh, audio only, but I am hearing your comments and your feedback. I appreciate all of that. And I will be trying my best to get a video in for the next podcast, hopefully. Thank you so much for your continued support and feedback. Have a great day, you guys. I was watching this testimony by um, a woman online uh, a few days ago, and I won't really call her name at the moment, but powerful testimony about a lot of hardships that she had gone through, um, you know, coming back from the worst traumatic things that could possibly happen to her at a young age, like, I mean, even before she was a teenager. I can I can summarize it by saying she endured um, uh, physical abuse, sexual abuse, um, mental abuse, um, cancer, homelessness, being on welfare, um, very little education, dropped out of high dropped out of high school at a young age, um, became a teen mother at a young age. Um, so she had to endure all of this, and there's more than that. Uh, that I'm not even mentioning. So she endured the worst kind of trauma for someone that young um, to have to endure. But the amazing thing is, with all of those odds stacked against her, she found a way, and I'm still baffled by how in the world she found a way, but I guess sometimes when you're put um, between a rock and a hard place, when you have no choice but to um, go up if you're at rock bottom there's nowhere else to go but up I mean the story was just absolutely amazing and um, you know it just it just um, goes to show that the human will is something else I know there's God on the inside of us and God gives us the strength to to um, get through really hard situations and tough situations but the human will the will to live the will to persevere that determination that grit the guts the gall that God gives some of us some of us you know when we get in a, in a tight situation or we get in a, um, a trying situation we cave in we fall down and we stay down you know we don't fight to get back up but then there are some of us who you know it, it fortifies us it's like something on the inside that God put inside of us it's like he infused some of us with that 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 fighter a warrior mentality, that warrior spirit, that no matter what comes against you, you cannot um, give up, you cannot give in. And I'm always reminded of the scripture that is a common one, Isaiah 54 and 17, that says that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. No weapon formed against us. That means no matter what comes against you as a child of God, 
you can overcome it. You can get through it. None of it shall prosper to the extent that it will keep you down if you don't let it because the God in you is greater. So um, I'm not saying that you're weak or you're less than if, if some things are a little tougher than um, it is for others. There's also scripture that says that God won't put more on us than we can bear. And so sometimes you're like, God, okay, uh, enough is enough, God. Okay, I get it. You, you know, you think highly of me. You know, you think I can take all of this. Thank you for believing in me to this extent. But um, can you please, can you take some of this weight off me, God? Like, I think about the story of Job. Job in the Bible. I don't know if you're aware. If, you, if you're a Christian, you probably know the story. If you don't, it's a man in the Bible named Job. Um, the wealthiest man recorded in Bible history, I believe, other than maybe King Solomon, maybe, I'm not sure, I'm not doing comparisons here, but he was a very wealthy man of his time. And um, he had 10 children. He was married, he owned all this land, flocks, you know, all kinds of, and, and, and the wealth back then was in owning cattle, you know, owning all these animals, that was your wealth. And so that, you know, cause that's your livelihood, that's your livestock, that's your food, as well as, you know, what they use to trade with and things of that nature and to till the land and all of that. But anyway, this man was very wealthy and he was a, he was a righteous and upright man. And so apparently there was a conversation between the enemy, our adversary, the devil comes before God, presents himself before God and he questions God about Job. He seemed to believe that Job was a man that was attached to his wealth. Like, it's okay to have wealth, but don't let the wealth have you. So he was basically trying to imply that Job was that kind of man that was so tied to his wealth and his family and everything that he owned that he would turn away from God and that he only served God because of the things that God blessed him with. Have you ever been in a situation where you had a lot of things and then you lost a lot of those things? Even if you weren't in that, haven't experienced that yet, could you imagine if you were a, say if you won the lottery or you became extremely wealthy? and you were to lose all of that, would you walk away from God? Think about it. Or if you were born into a wealthy family and that's all you've ever known is wealth and, and having everything, any and everything you could ever want in the world and then all that stripped away from you and then all of your family and all your children, everyone you love is, is taken away from you. Could, you. could your faith withstand that? So essentially that's what the test was that Job had to endure. So basically God, because um, the devil challenged God in this way, he said, okay, I'm going to show you that this is a man who can can stand the test. And I know this is a man who, who believes in me. His faith is strong enough to withstand any attack that you bring against him. And so God allows the devil to attack Job. Wipes out all of his children. Wipes out all of his cattle. It was just everything in his life was destroyed. The only thing that remained was he and his wife. And then to, make, to add insult to injury, um, God allowed him to touch Job. Job's body so Job was also afflicted with illness and at first Job you know he was he was strong about it you know he was rather than complain he just went down and worshiped God because he felt like if God could give them give him these things and God was the supplier of these things then surely he could take them away and so surprisingly he began to worship God and his friends accused him of sinning or doing something wrong for him to, for God to allow these things to happen and and, and, and how often does that happen People assume that because something bad befalls you in life that, oh, you must have done something to deserve it. Oh, surely he's reaping what he's sown. Oh, surely he's, he's committed a sin or his parents have committed a sin and God's paying him back for it. 
surely God's anger with him. But no, this was not what people thought it was. So on the surface, his friends thought that he had sinned or done something wrong. Eventually, it started to get to him. So he started to question God and he starts to have an argument with God. And God basically schooled him on a few things and set him straight. But through all of this, Job did not lose his faith. He did not turn his back on God. He was frustrated. He was angry. He did, you know, have a heated conversation with God. His, his relationship with his wife was even strained where she she was trying to get him to turn away from God as well and just, just go on and, you know, curse God and die essentially is what, he, what she was telling him. And he was like, oh no. He basically told her, no, you sound like a foolish woman. I would never turn my back on God. You know, God has blessed me. God gave me all I have and he took it away. But the same way he took it, he can give it back. So the, the end result of Job was greater than it was the, when he began and had all those hardships come against him. He basically got double in the end and that's just amazing you still might say well why would God allow that God allows some things to strengthen our faith he allows some things to show himself strong in your life to shut the mouth of the enemy to shut the mouth of the enemies in your life to show people that it's not always what it looks like on the surface that there's sometimes something deeper going on so we can't be so quick to judge people when they're going through I said all that to say this the woman who whose uh, testimony I was telling you about that was so amazing to me. Um, she reminded me of Job in that she, she lost so much, she went through so much, but then she recovered a lot. And she is now a a uh, seven-figure earning entrepreneur, um, public speaker. Um, she has a number of businesses. She travels the world, all over the world, um, you know, helping people to discover their purpose helping people who were in situations like hers to get out of them. She's, a, she's basically a problem solver to help you get from a low place to a great place. And so she's become this woman of empowerment for so many women who have similar stories or just people in general who have gone through hardships. And so that's amazing. Uh, again, this is someone with very limited education, horrible background, unspeakable tragedies that has occurred in her life, but yet she's summoned the power of God on the inside of her and turned her entire life around by herself. And she now has a team of people that, that are attached to her and all that. But but what I'm trying to say is she started alone. She started from nothing. She started from ground zero. Some of us have a hard time with a few relatives being against us, a few friends being against us. This woman had a lot of friends become enemies. She had people betray her left and right. She had people she knew and loved to assault her and to abuse her. And and the list could go on, there's so much more I could say, but I'm not gonna go into her story all the way. But I just wanted to, to mention her because just like Job, she showed that um, the human will and the God in you is so much more powerful than you, than you could imagine. We can get through virtually anything. So whatever you're going through, if you're going through something right now, and I know we all are, you're either going through something, just came out of something, or about to go into something. Most of us, that's the way life is. It's just a constant cycle. Not saying there aren't always good, that there aren't good days, but we're, there's always something going on, whether it's with you directly or someone connected to you. Um, we just go through seasons, in and out of good times, in and out of bad times. We just, it's just this constant flow. And so, um, so if you're in something right now, if you're in a dark place, if you're going through a tunnel trying to get to the light at the end of that tunnel, if you haven't quite gotten outside to where that light is, 
you know, just keep the faith, you know, keep pushing, keep going, you can make it, but just don't give up, I know we've all been there, look, listen, I've had dark times, I've had plenty of dark days myself, and even right now, you know, there are some good things going on in my life right now, but there are also, I'm having some trials and tribulations as well, um, we all do, you know, I've got a lot of uh, supporters, and I've also got a lot of haters right now, and it's just, that's just the reality. Um, my life has changed dramatically in the last, uh, I guess, two, two years, two, maybe three years, um, as far as my relationships. Uh, you know, I've had, you know, so much um, occur with, the, uh, there's been such a shift in the people in my space. You know, it's like there's been a total overhaul. 2020 let me see people for who they were. I got to see people, um, got to see who was really for me, who was really against me. Um, you, you know, it's amazing how um, hardships and trials really show you who people are. It really shows you what's on the inside of you, and it really shows you who's really in your corner and who isn't. So um, sometimes God will welcome those things into your life so he can sh uh, open your eyes, so he can allow you to see. There are some things you can only see in the dark. Amazing, isn't it? Because in the dark, you think you're blinded, but sometimes in the dark, you can see clearly. And you, can, and you cannot recognize the light as well until you've been in a dark place. So if you're in a dark place, okay, don't settle there. You're not going to remain there. But just know that there's God is working in every situation, in the dark, in the cold, when it's hot, and when it's bright and shining. He's working in all of those areas and all of those situations. So just trust in the Lord. There's a, a scripture, my mother, I think it's my mom's favorite scripture, Proverbs 3 and 5. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, I believe. It says, trust in the Lord with all your hearts and lean not unto your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So whatever is going on, if, you, if you're confused which way to go, if, you, if it's dark, if you're not sure about this are you uncertain about that god what's going on what, why are you allowing this lord what you know where are you all those kind of questions that we ask from time to time when we're going through hard times just settle in the fact that god knows what he's doing he's still in control i don't care what it looks like god is always in control so just trust him trust in the lord with all your heart do not lean to your own understanding and acknowledge god in all of your ways and what you do, what you say. Oh, how, how did you get this blessing? God God blessed me with it. Oh, how what caused these great things to happen in your life? Oh, God brought those things into my life. Oh, how did you meet your husband? Oh, God brought him into my life. You know, always acknowledge him because God is the, is the source of everything we have. All of our blessings come from him. We like to think it's us. We like to think it's people. And he will use people and he will use us. But it's ultimately God. God is the source. He's the creator. He's the supplier of everything. So give him glory. Give him praise. And trust in him. I'm speaking to myself too. Like I always say, I'm always speaking to myself, y'all. <laughs> I'm never just talking. Um, when I'm encouraging you, like I say, I'm always encouraging myself. The words that are coming out of my mouth are often fueled by him. So it's like he's speaking directly back into my spirit while I'm saying it to you. So I'm not, you know, I'm not greater than you. Uh, like you're going through something and I don't go through. Oh, I go through too. Believe me. I'm human. I go through stuff just like you. <laughs> I'm not greater than you. 
I'm not better than you. My head is not swollen thinking I done arrived, thinking I'm some somebody to be put on a pedestal. And I, you know what? I just did a, a podcast talking about kings and queens and how the Bible refers to his people as, uh, to God's people as kings and queens and royalty. And he gives us all these, all these accolades and talks about how great we are and all those types of things. And so when I say those things and I, and I acknowledge that that's what the Bible calls us, I'm still saying it from a place of humility because I know that God is ultimately the king of kings. He's the king of kings. We, we, we might be little kings, little queens, little princesses, little princes, but ultimately I know who, who is king over me. The greatest, the greatest. I know Muhammad Ali called himself the greatest, but really listen up. Listen, the greatest is God, okay? <laughs> There's nobody greater than him. So even though I acknowledge that, you know, we are kings, we're queens, we're royalty, Listen, my head is not swollen. I know that I can do nothing apart from him. John 15 and 5 says so. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So I know that God is my help. That's where my help comes from. All of my help comes from the Lord. So I know he'll He'll bring people into my life to help me. And he'll endow me with the ability to do certain things. But again, it's it, it all, the glory always goes back to him. Because I know I couldn't do it on my own. I know that he, that he gave me the skill. He gave me the ability. He gave me the intellect and all the things that I have that are, you know, people say, give me accolades, but oh girl, you, you know, you, you speak well and you, you sing well and you, you write well and you, you design well and all the things that people will tell me about myself. I'll be like, thank you. And I promise you it's from a place of humility because I know that God is the source, that God is the reason why I'm able to do those things. I don't like um, a lot, a lot of ego stroking. Like when people acknowledge me, I like to be acknowledged and recognized as somebody, you know, if I do something for you, I'd like to hear a thank you and just to acknowledge me. That's enough sometimes. But, you know, like in other words, you don't have to have a whole lot of hoopla around my name. You don't have to, you know, sweat me. You ain't got to, you know, put me on a pedestal. You ain't got to chant my name. You ain't got to, you know, glorify my name like I'm some, you know, like I'm all that in a bag of chips when I'm not none of that without God. You know, everything I have, everything I am is because of Him. And I've lived long enough to know never to forget that. Because the minute you get um, a big old ego, guess what? God's going to find a way to knock you back, some sense back into your behind and say, listen, I am God. You are not who you think you are. (laughs) Who do you think you are? We are great because God is great and because he's on the inside of us and because he has blessed us with all that we are and all that we have never forget that you're great you're you're awesome you're king you're queen but God is the king of kings and the lord lord of lords and no one is to be worshiped but him because he's God I'm not worshiping people I'm not worshiping things I'm not worshiping myself I love people I love myself and I love some things but he's the one who gets all the glory in our lives All right, I'm saying too much because I get to rambling and I'll get to going on and on and on. So I'm going to stop there. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this message. I hope something I said blessed you. But until next time, have a great... If you'd like to be featured on this podcast, please hit me up at Melanie D, the author at Yahoo.com. That's Melanie D, the letter D, the author at Yahoo.com or on my website at www.MelanieDTheAuthor.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful and blessed day.